Blog Talk Radio. Sometimes your thoughts will come and go. Try to clear your mind, but confusion won't let you know that deep inside there's a sacred place where all uncertainty can be raised. I never learned to know myself, and I was afraid. Right now I need to heal myself. Well, just like a bruised head that runs so deep. I spent my life just being asleep. It takes enlightenment to know that what you learn is toxic. It takes enlightenment to know that you can learn toxicity. Erasing toxicity. Good afternoon. And welcome to the Powers of Mind Enlightenism Spiritual Freedom Broadcast. I am Carolyn Kelly, Enlightenism teacher and consciousness practitioner. And I will lead you in our guided meditation today. And this guided meditation is intended to take you away from the everyday hustle and bustle, from the worry that we get caught up in in the course of a day, sometimes the anger, and other things that distract us away from the wholeness in us, the beingness. And so what I ask you to do right now is just close your eyes very softly and begin breathing out in a very slow and calming manner. And again, the closing of the eyes is for all that can do it. If you're driving, you certainly can't do that. But all of you that can, just close your eyes very gently and begin breathing in and out in a very slow and calming manner so that you hear the words. These words from the mindful meditation are seeds to remind you of the wholeness that is always there, the wholeness that you were born with. I am greater than the I that I created. I affirm in this day that I awaken with the knowledge that I am whole, perfect, and complete. I have the greater power of enlightenism within me. This power is all I need to overcome what others taught me about who I am. Regardless of what I encounter in this day, I remain resolute 
that nothing changes my awareness of having the greater power of enlightenism within me. Every event and situation are merely interpretations from my awareness of being. And as long as I am aware of being the greater power, I shall perceive myself greater than the conditions in my life. I command myself in this day to work only on expressing the greater power of enlightenism in all of my actions. I affirm that the greater power of enlightenism is my awareness of being whole, perfect, and complete. I affirm that before I enter into a temporal state of sleep, that my thoughts will be fully focused on the greater power of enlightenism within me. I end my day by accepting that I am the greater power. I ask now that you take a deep, full breath within and let it out very slowly as you open your eyes and come back to the broadcast. And before I introduce Brother Malcolm, I want to leave you with this thought. Because we come into all kinds of experiences and situations in a day. And so it's important to remember that regardless of what I encounter in this day, I remain resolute that nothing changes my awareness of having the greater power of enlightenism within me. I now give you Brother Malcolm, author, prophet, and creator of enlightenism, Brother Malcolm. Thank you so much, Sister Carolyn, for those wonderful insights. Loved your meditation, as I always do. Yes. wakes up. Absolutely, absolutely. Wakes up that consciousness. Yes, so we come familiar with what's in us. What kind, what, mm-hmm. what, what's in us? Do we spend the time feeling the great power that's in us, which we call the philosophy of enlightenment, which is the consciousness of truth? Yes, yes. The consciousness of truth is always there. It's always there, Carol. Thank you so much for those wonderful, wonderful insights. You're welcome. Hey, folks, you just tell and share with us great meditation. And you know, she got us started. So now I have, I have to get into my part of this information. So you can feel, uh, 
what needs to be killed off. This work is about finding self. We talked about having some pieces about the soul. Who are you aware of being? This is the person that you are aware of being. The person that you are aware of being is the one that has the greater power if you will allow this power into you, into your life. In your life, in you, the power to change how you think and live. This work is for those thinking in a way to think and live. Not a concept that we have heard about so construct. See, when people talk about freedom in the social construct, the freedom has been started by what someone else has told you about yourself. So the freedom is distorted, folks. You're not getting a real good flavor of the freedom. The work of enigmatism and self-discovery is the key for you to have direct knowledge of a new way to live, not purely information, but direct knowledge of self, of the awareness of being, the consciousness of truth within you. Four principles of enlightenment uh, philosophy that get you started. Not in the beginning. One, I acknowledge that I am responsible for what's happening in my life. Whether I can admit to it, except it or not, it's the starting point. Say, so, well, look, here's the way it is. I am here today based on decisions I have been making all my life to lead to the point. That's fine. What causes? What caused me to feel the way that I'm feeling today and I feel all the days when I'm in pain and suffering? Conditions in my life are caused by belief values. That's the second principle. The beliefs in my life, the, the conditions in my life are caused by my beliefs and values. And I acknowledge that today. I also can acknowledge that I have the power to change my beliefs and values. I have this power to change what other people told me about myself. Which is incredible. I must first enter into self-discovery. Change beliefs and values. I have entered into self-discovery within the mind, within consciousness, so that I can get a new way to think and live. Now, freedom is not an ideal concept. Something you discover for yourself. You have direct knowledge, not hearsay information. See, all that we have ever been taught in the social construct is hearsay information. It's hearsay. And we want to believe that it's real. We do not have to be victims or powerless, nor do we have to believe by changing our law to change ourselves. The change begins with you. Discover something on your own. Reiterate over and over again to your 
divinely created with a powerful mind. This powerful mind is all that I need to overcome the conditions in my life. When I began to defend hearsay information, meaning things you've heard about other people, other people you now claim as your own. I hear people quite frequently quoting things from the past. The past of your future. You're creating in this moment, moment after this moment. Who is doing the creation? You. And you are the one that didn't feel free. I live in a country where freedom has been <laughs> discussed all of my life before my life. So someone just said, well, let's be free. So someone decided to fight a war called Civil War about freedom. Well, slaves should be free. They're divine, created by God, so they should be free. So let's emancipate slaves with a proclamation. They're free. I'm going back to this point in time because hearsay information. We have generally accepted that it happened. But we weren't present in so when things are passed on from generation to generation, call it generational toxicity. Toxicity means the value passed on from one generation to the next. So someone teaches you about freedom. What it means? What does it look like? How do you achieve it? Well, I am dealing with presenting to you today an antidote for generational toxicity, overcoming. We have the power to let go of our dependency on the past. It's difficult because we want to quote and rely upon the information because we've used it all of our lives. And many believe their area died highly intelligent because they have learned about somebody else's beliefs, somebody else's philosophy, not their own. What is the philosophy of people who have been victimized in this country? Unfinished business to another generation of people to teach children to believe that the children are going to succeed in obtaining freedom that you not define them so they can understand what is it. You're not when you are dealing with direct information of yourself, you must feel the freedom. The antidote for change begins with you. It's not all of the other stuff people have been dealing with. The law or the proclamation that ended slavery did not end slavery. It did not slavery because it doesn't have the power to change anyone's mind. You can control people, you can make them live a certain way, but you cannot eradicate the pain. There's nothing happening, no science, no religion, 
that can get rid, get rid of get rid of the pain you're feeling. Feeling. I don't care how much money you get, or you achieve, or you acquire. Who are you aware of? And how do you get out the mindset that they have embodied over time by listening to what other people are relying on, depending on what other people told you about life itself, about who you are? They train you how to live in the society, how to live in the social construct with pain, that if you could just change, if I could just change what's happening outside of me, everything would be all right. But you have to change what's inside of you. And I know, I know people <laughs> talk about this all the time. You know, well, this, what's greater in you is much greater than what's outside. What's greater in you. So you've heard biblical quotations for, from you. You've heard people talk about it that want to deal with motivational skills and inspiration. But what is missing is peace. Of what we're talking about, you don't know the power in you that's free. And that's the part of enlightenment. We're talking about the power in you that is actually free. And it only knows it's free. It does not know the social council. So you cannot communicate with yourself using information from the social council. Because you're coming in for power. You are needed. The lack limitation of you need stuff. Well, it's acknowledging that you don't. All you need is clarity. A clarity that is unknown. All of the science and religions of the world is something that you directly know for yourself. Your parents didn't teach you. Your teachers in high school, college didn't teach you. This is something you know personally about you. It's called direct knowledge. I call it self-acquired intuitive knowledge, meaning knowledge comes from the consciousness of truth in you. It's there that you are able to use four steps to change how you think and live to create a new a new awareness of being. First one is the mind, greater power within you to create a vision of you that is diametrically different than the one that you've been living all of your life. This person must be different. First must already experience freedom. An awareness of being connections to that. Everything begins in the moment of transformation. You the second when you embody what you envision in the present moment. Take on that side of what you want to be. I'm a great I'm a great citizen. No greatness appears in the vision. You can buy it all the time. In my presentation, it's like an artist with a vision of new painting. No one is seen 
except the artist. The artist has seen the painting in his mind. But he hasn't taken the mind and put it on a portrait, on a piece of paper, so that others can see what he or she sees. Now, that's not true. There's no struggle involved in work of the work you would divide and create to be. There is no struggle. Struggle is to be like somebody wants you to be. Telling you how you should be. So that's why people are struggling all the time. That's why they're because you cannot be who other people want you to be. That's not direct knowledge of self. That's just knowledge from someone else that's telling you this is the way you should. And you're tracing your identity back to a past, not to the beginning of a new way to think and live. And the third is that when you're doing the work, you heals vision. Everything. All of the confusion and everything. So you're working now to do the work of a new fortune. Because there has to be some time, folks. <laughs> all this stuff about you just wake up one morning and have an epiphany and all the things. That does not happen to anyone ever. This is not a, this is not a world where there is favoritism, oppression, all of Sin, anger, destruction, hatred, greed. These are things that come from the social consciousness. It doesn't come from a cleansed consciousness within you. We, we, you lose that. <laughs> when you lose the social consciousness, then you have to bear. And now the struggle that you believe that you have to struggle for, you already have. But then when you start the work, social construct, if you're not committed to everything you have work. So now you start trying you start trying to use Kant Bertrand Russell and Antoine Sartre and all of these philosophers and to, you're trying to use them now to work. And you cannot do that. This has to be direct knowledge to understand that you person who may have been thought, believed that you were lowly, a lowly person in the world, that you are divinely created with a powerful mind. And the force action, because action means you have to act upon working in the mind. You must enter into this true self-discovery where you understand that you are not working in mind to fulfill things that you heard about in the social consciousness. Meaning you're not trying to pass you're not trying to fulfill someone else's victimization about superiority and all of those things and inferiority. You're not working to continue those beliefs. You're letting go. And as you let go, you're free in the mind so you become you become Comfortable in yourself. 
Thank you, Sister Carla. Have a great day, folks. 